Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sanin Podcast. Today we are having our first episode of the Homeland Edition, and we're joined by the amazing Jojo Atsimi, all the way, all the way from Uganda. She's an entrepreneur. She's a content creator. She's also an artist in her own right. Jojo, you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you, JP, for having me. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, Jojo, I've known you for quite a time, quite a long time out. Okay. Um, for those who don't know Jojo, how would you describe yourself? Jojo. Jojo is a very, very, very passionate YouTuber and also a very innovative entrepreneur. I would say I'm a game changer. <laughs> I've tried to change the the art of games in Uganda, and I'm the CEO of my company, Jojo Cards and Innovations, whereby we currently have three products on market, and you can find them almost anywhere in the country. That that is the Truth or Dare Party Play cards and uh, Seasons Greetings cards basically Christmas cards, birthday cards, and so on. And we also have art journals, notebooks that do not have lines in them because we felt like it would be easier for someone to either sketch in the notebook or something, something. And for my YouTube channel, I have done YouTube since 2019 and it has grown over the years. And I'm happy to have worked with different brands on my channel and my social media platforms. Professionally, I am an economist. Okay, um, you've highlighted about your entrepreneurial career path. Um, yeah. I want to say um, I'm a big fan of Jojo Cards, uh, the game. Thank you. The truth of their game. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, if I'm to ask, um, give us an insight on your entrepreneurial journey, how it started and what inspired you. And so oh, far. Okay. So I started entrepreneurship in high school when I was still in Gaza High School. And that was in my form five. And I think about around that time, it's when I've made my first million, to be honest. That's when I really saved up what I would be paid for my work. And I realized that, oh my God, I was actually making a lot of money more than I thought. And I decided to take it on. I'd like make cards for people or design for them on their envelopes, calligraphy, because I was so good with graphics. My hand is so good with freestyling calligraphy. So eventually I started making cards and sending them through my friends. <laughs> if my teachers found, found this out, they'd look for me and hunt me down. <laughs> but I'd send them through my friends in other schools, in Budo, in Namagunga. And people liked the cards, they would buy the cards and my friends would also give me the money. Obviously, I'd give them commission. So I went ahead to like continue with that journey in back whereby I stretched out my borders and went started going to different schools to supply their canteens with cards. And time came and I had to leave and go to China. So when I left for China, I had to put it on hold and I put it in someone else's hands. But to be honest... Things were rolling well. It's just that the people that I was working with at the time were also were very money-minded and I didn't see that. So when I came back for during COVID time, that's where everything started getting sketchy and the company failed because it was in someone else's names. So I had to start afresh from zero. So everything I had worked for previously was literally crushed to the mud by the person that I had left it in charge with. 
eventually i when i started afresh i got my papers right i registered my company with ursb i got my tin number with ura to pay taxes and all of the required procedure because it was actually important for me to have all those documents for me to be able to work professionally with other sell points like the supermarkets all those documents were needed everywhere i'd go and honestly it's been a tough journey because you'll go to some places and they'll tell you you're too young or you're too short it has nothing to do with the business <laughs> but people <laughs> will just tell you that ah no you don't qualify and you're thinking who writes the rules of qualification but eventually we got through we had some breakthrough with some places and we started also i i used to feel shy talking about my company because of what had been through starting afresh i was still broken and still down so eventually i started to embrace it and talk about it on social media and even like just make it a part of me because i mean the brand is in my name jojo cards so i might as well just own it and i feel like it's when i started owning it and embracing it that people started also embracing it and yeah here we are now having i actually i had started off with just the cards and when i was in china i used to look for an idea that would help jojo cards more than just seasons greetings cards and i couldn't get any idea but covid came around and i sat down thinking of something that could help with people's interaction while they are with their families and that's when i came up with a truth or dare idea now truth or dare is a game that we played since we were little like even before our parents were born probably but the thing is it's so difficult when it comes to the part of looking for the dare someone will sit for literally five minutes thinking of a dare to give someone and yet they were so excited to give someone a dare so you wonder what's the whole point of that game so i decided to sit down and think of different questions and different dares and that was the most difficult part oh my god jp i would sit <laughs> and think <laughs> and when i had finished like the first lot i thought to myself okay these questions and these dares some people are not going to be able to play them for example kids there were the nasty dares and i said to myself kids are not going to be able to play these dares they're too nasty their parents won't let them and i sat down and wrote other dares and told myself okay adults are not going to play these because they are too kiddish for them so that's when i realized that i had to have different categories of the truth or dare game so i started again literally long story short i actually had 6 months to do each question because there are six categories so each category i gave it a month to figure out its questions and its dares and yeah eventually i got through and we started on the process i remember it was a tough time because when i sat down to write the budget of execution of the plan it was so big i asked myself where was i going to get from the money to do this it's my parents who actually believed in me i remember i passed the proposal around and the thing is that once you pass around a proposal no one believes that you a 21 year old kid you can really do this you're probably asking for all of this money out of just assumption that the plan is going to work so i had that challenge of people believing in you they're like jojo you're young how do you expect me to give you this money and be sure that this game is going to be a good one so eventually it was my dad who actually believed in me and decided to give me a start and i also added on my savings and the profits that were coming from the seasons cards already that were being distributed to different sell points 
and yeah eventually we we had the cards on market people loved the game i i i got shy on that part <laughs> when people embraced the game i was so proud <laughs> but i because i was thinking you know when sometimes people tell you i don't think this is going to work out or i think you should first put this on hold you also begin to think that maybe they are right but sometimes you have to take the step and believe in yourself then everyone else will come on the journey with you eventually wow wow uh, i've i've liked the point where you said that um no one believed in you and you decided to push through despite yeah. i think that is something that uh we the youth kind of struggle with that's and nice true. hearing that from you um about about your cards thing is that i think it's something innovative i haven't seen yet um, yeah I just have one big question. Um, where can one acquire them? Let's say in Uganda, maybe or outside Uganda. Well, in Estonia, that's where my sister is doing her master, her postgraduate. So I'm able to send her some cards sometimes, and I've seen a number of videos just shared with me of people in Estonia playing the cards, and it's really impressive. So people will get in touch with her. They, they, there are also people who get in touch with us via Instagram, our Instagram page, Jojo Cards Official. So they send us a DM. Sometimes people want to be our affiliates. And that's the thing about marketing. Like it's good to work with people, have as many people that you work with so that your brand can also extend there. So we have uh people come through our dms and they want to be our affiliates by affiliates i mean they want to have the cards and resell them on their markets either if they are alcohol sell points or game sell points they usually come through and we give them stock that they work with then we our cards are also available on ivazu platform and i think in the country ivazu is the most reliable platform that people have used anyone who has used Ivazu has told me a good feedback about it. So basically, just Google in in your phone, your laptop, Ivazu, and you will see Ivazu website. And you search for Truth or Dare cards, and you'll find them there. All the categories. You choose which category you want, how many you want, and your location, and when exactly do you want them there. And within no minutes, they are already at your gate. So I think that is the most reliable for supermarkets, if you are doing shopping and you want to also get games physically, they are available in Ecomat. We've tried to make our cards available in all the branches of Ecomat. There is one in Bunga. There is also one in um, in Chiwatule. So those two branches. We also have Millennium Supermarket, which is near Akesha Mall. And that has also been a very convenient place for people because every time they are passing by the mall, then they are able just to corner, to cross the road and go to Millennium Supermarket and get themselves some Truth or Dare play cards. We also have Garden City at Standard Supermarket. That's also one of the reliable places. And in Bugolobi, because Bugolobi is a very big hotspot for turning up and parting, we decided to also collaborate with Bookpoint and at village mall so people can also get them once you're in bugolobi just go to book point and you'll get yourself the cards yeah okay um so do 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 we expect something again innovative from jojo cards going forward or you're going to be the, the successes of truth or dare <laughs> actually 
honestly, we have a lot of work to do with the cards because we we are still trying to extend our borders because we've had such a number of people. The traffic on TikTok has been really heavy for the Truth or Dare episodes. People have embraced them really widely if you go to TikTok and see. And there are so many questions about where can we get these cards in Kenya? Where can we get these cards in our country? Where can I buy from these cards? In China. (laughs) Exactly. Someone tell me where I can get from these cards in China. And we're still extending our market to the other parts of of the world, not just Uganda. And that's really challenging, but we will make it through. And we are releasing more categories. I had planned to launch two new categories on my birthday, which is really soon. But that is very, very unable. (laughs) Like, it's not, it's impossible to do as per now because we have run out of time. And there's so much that was still in planning. And we needed to have a very good launch for those two categories. But we still have more to produce. But the categories that we are releasing very soon are truth or dare sports for the people who love sports, who love speaking, you know, football, soccer, volleyball, versus exactly all those sports. We have included that uh, truth or dare category for sports and also family. The reason is why people were not playing we're not playing then for adults as family or squad as family is because it also it's it's limited it's limited there are some things that you just wouldn't want to discuss with your mom in the game <laughs> so there are <laughs> categories for family okay wow wow nice i'm looking forward to acquiring one very soon and i'll be glad if it's available here in china because trust me the market is really 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 in need of them um we should watch on having them there i'll be very happy to also have china i mean china has groomed a very big part of me when it comes to the trade part of it and economics china's taught me a lot um now let's go to another to another aspect of your life that kind of makes you famous if i'm to say and that is your your content creation your youtube and your youtube YouTube channel (laughs) um I remember, I remember why you were here in China. It was, you know, in our city of Jenjo. It was, everyone was like, can we subscribe to Jojo's channel? Do you know yeah. Jojo? Do you know Jojo? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you kept on going with it even when you went back home. So I want to say, I, want, I just want to ask, give me just an insight on your YouTube career and how far you've reached to this. So my YouTube, I must say, it is one that has helped me get in touch with different brands. I have had brands that come up to me and they want me to be a part of them. And that has been really amazing. I started YouTube in, in, in 2019 in China. And it's because I had so much time on my schedule. And I had a very big love for adventure, going to different places and see what it's like. And also I had so many videos that I was editing and I didn't know where I could place them. So I decided to start posting them on YouTube. And eventually I grew a big love for YouTube. Yeah, so that that led me to actually be <laughs> a serious YouTuber. I just found myself really looking for create for content to create and edit and upload. Sometimes someone texted me and said, Jojo, you have so many videos on your channel. For how long have you been a YouTuber? And I told them a long time. And those videos came about by trying to be consistent because for me it's not like I've grown up with such a 
known background like oh my god Jojo you're a socialite or you're a celebrity so people easily subscribe to your channel no YouTube is actually like the real ghetto like that's when you really know where you belong in this world <laughs> you will send contact and contact very many people your link and you'll find only five people will subscribe in that particular point of time so it comes with always posting content that people decide to oh okay i think they they become acquainted with your channel and eventually they start to like it and yeah that's what it's been like for me the fact that i did not give up if there's anything that i've tried to do in this life is not give up on what i love doing like i always find a way of making it work because if i don't who will it's it's up to us to make our dreams become a reality like no one is going to wake up and say oh i want to make your dreams a reality it starts with you so the fact that i've had brands come up to me and want to work with me it's amazing it's amazing i just signed a deal with vaseline and i was so so because these are people i have not i've never met them i've never seen them but the fact that they came up to me and they believed in what I could do for the company, for the brand. It was amazing. So I've also worked with Shreya before on promoting their products, the sanitary towels. It's amazing to see that I am working with brands that actually have quality products and have a very good name and very good feedback. It's amazing. And really, I give it, I give the kudos to my YouTube channel. The thing is that your results may not show now, like what you want out of something may not come now, but eventually when you keep going it begins to show like it begins to reflect the results that you wanted so i did it for quite, for quite honestly my youtube i've done youtube for such a long time and i think the day of my graduation i also got an email from youtube that i had been monetized and that's like the big thing that i had been working so hard for so seeing that email i was so happy and now seeing that i got so excited and forgot to post content <laughs> for people it's it's so <laughs> strange but i will i will get back I'm, I'm i'm really planning so many big things for people yeah okay um just one just one last question on your youtube thing is yeah um what advice would you give someone who is either starting or is losing faith in their in their youtube work uh the truth is never give up never give up like no matter what it is honestly there are good days and bad days days where people like your content and days where they just do not even care that you have uploaded just you put in so much effort in editing whatever it was so that the advice i tell them is don't 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 worry about what people have to say just focus on what you love to do the kind of content that you want to put out is up to you because it's like having your own tv channel you decide what you want to put out there and you decide how you want to put it out there when you want to put it out there so it's basically like the ball being in your court and when you keep playing it in your court the opportunities begin to find you there like when you look around you realize that oh your court is actually getting bigger and you could stretch out and kick your ball further so you yeah eventually find people to work with you or you find people that will you'll find people that want to work with you you'll also find people that you want to work with but in all of this it's all about hard work 
being committed and following the dream, like focus on the dream and trust the process. Amazing, amazing. Um, then there is um, so is, is another skill that you have that to me is, I hold so dear with. Yeah. Is your painting and art. Because yeah. you, I, I once acquired a gift, a painting from you, which I really yeah. kind of got it on my birthday. And up to now, I still have it. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so um how did this how how would you describe yourself as an artist uh well in that field i'm not very active lately but i'd want to it's just due to the lack of time on my hands but i would say that i i love i love acrylic painting where you use the fluid acrylics to paint i, I it's been such a while and I loved it. When I had studied it in China, it was actually something that I was so happy. It's a way that I'd release my stress and I was able to gift the people that I love. It's a way of showing my compassion for people. And it's something I've always been good with. Like from the time I was a little kid, I've always been so good with art. It's just that it's it's it gets very tricky when it comes to time, seeing that I have so many things to focus on. Yeah, <laughs> but I really like it. Even even today, when I make something and then I spend a long time without creating, and I look at it and I'm like, Jojo, you are so good with art. And that also inspires me to make another one. So I think that's how I've been able to get through it, despite the busy schedule. Like, you look at something you've done before and you're like, wow, I need to get back. And then you paint another thing. Then another period goes on and you're able to remember, oh, you are so good. So I feel like, yeah, it's a good motivation. Always looking back at what I've done inspires me to do more. Yay. Okay. Um, so my apart from your apart apart from your career and your work, um, one last question I'd want to ask is judging by the places you've been, the opportunities you've got and the challenges you got in your in your works, what advice would you give to the youth? today to be strong uh, to be strong and courageous always ask god to bless the works of your hands get onto your knees and tell him what exactly you want and he will open exactly that door and when he opens that door the thing is that you also have to work to take one step ahead and get through the door and do something so if you never start really you're never going to get anywhere Tomorrow is going to be a week later, a week from now. A week later will be a month later from then. Like time passes and when you realize that you didn't do anything within that time, you begin to regret. So I advise people, believe in yourself. Start now, whatever it is, start now and believe that you're going to get through it. And never give up, man. Never give up. That's one thing that I learned from Gaza High School and I've moved with it all my life and it has really gotten me to places. And my final question is, um, what makes you proud of Uganda and Jojo? I feel like it's the social, the, the social network that is within the country. The people are so open depending on how much you are willing to step out and associate with them. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you have a question and you're not afraid to ask someone, really they are they are willing to work with you they are willing to give you the information that you need that's something that was 
so surprising because for someone who is very confined, I mean, you've been away and then you've come back to your country and you're trying to look for where to start. Ugandans are very social. We have a very good interaction level in this country. And that that goodness and the kindness to be able to, to be willing to work with each other, it's amazing. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Jojo, for coming by. It was really nice. Um, thank you for being our first guest on, on this edition where we, we interview people from the mother thank, continent. Thank you. It was nice having you, Jojo. 